I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Greetings Grapple fans and welcome along to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Index right here on the AI Podcast channel. I cannot even pretend to know what episode this is because I never keep up with that thing. But honestly, I will find out at some point and we will try to keep uh, track of things because we are most certainly approaching the uh, the magical 100. And when we get there, 87, sure 87, there you go. So when we do finally get there, we'll have some kind of big celebration in some fashion. Who knows? Anyway, as you're now aware, anyway, my uh, my audio tag team partner, Mo Chatter, is with me once again. Uh, good evening, Mo. Good evening. 87. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Um, yeah, how are, you, how are you doing? Good to have you back, Andy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm OK. It's good to be back. I, I won't break into that song because that's just that you know. Yeah, we don't go there. Um, <laughs> the the sing decks. Maybe we'll bring that back for PWI 100, just specially for Guy. We'll bring back the pro wrestling sing decks. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. <laughs> um, anyway, more that not an awful lot to talk about at the moment. Um, a few bits and pieces. Um, some things that we will get through. There is a pay-per-view this weekend actually um I'm, i will admit that i didn't realize until today that Fastlane is actually happening on sunday that's just how excited i am about it what about yourself more are you really really anticipating with feverish excitement the um the fast lane pay-per-view this weekend oh, i can't contain my excitement um it's the equivalent of Liverpool getting to the Champions League final and uh, not being able to uh, sleep until that um, day comes. So, yeah, it, it really is um, just uh, amazing. And our feelings, I think, are shared across wrestling, social media as well. Everyone's just uh, absolutely buzzing for the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, social media is lit up at the um the anticipation of fast lane but then again maybe not or slow lane as it is it might as well be called or just a three-hour episode of smackdown as it might as well be called but anyway we'll look we'll get to that 
we will preview the event. We'll go through the card. Um, it shouldn't take too long because there's not an awful lot. And in all honesty, we've seen a lot of it already. But anyway, first things first. This past week um, on Raw, um, things took a bit of a turn. I mean, it had been it had been rumored for quite some time that we could see a Ronda Rousey debut. Uh, sorry, Ronda Rousey face. Stephanie McMahon in her debut match. Now, obviously, her debut match is going to be at WrestleMania, and I think that's kind of smart from WWE. It's an attraction, isn't it? It's a special event. Uh, Ronda Rousey making her in-ring debut for WWE. There's going to be a lot of interest from uh, from media, so why not do it at WrestleMania? It certainly helps bring some more into it. But for for it to be against Steph, I think that was a bit of a disappointment for some people, but then for it to become... Um, Stephanie and Triple H versus Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle. I think there's possibly a lot of uh, a lot of fans uh, are like, oh no, why does it have to be like this? Um, how, how do you feel more? Do you do you think this is, you know, almost like a groaning sense of? Um, predictability or or do you think wwe are kind of playing it safe with this one well um i, I think that the way that it's all shaped up is, is purely to um give um some publicity to uh, the mcmahon's and stephanie in particular um the whole angle was designed i feel to um get her over as um something that can transcend into the mainstream. Obviously, Ronda Rousey is a mainstream star. Um, She made her name, obviously, in UFC, mixed martial arts. Uh, But because of how charismatic she is and um, what a great fighter she was, um, her popularity transcended UFC very quickly and it caught on like wildfire and landed her parts in movies and TV and sponsorships, adverts, etc. Um, so she she has become a, a mainstream name in uh, the United States, and uh, you know it's therefore a big coup for the WWE to uh, secure her services um, for the foreseeable future. And um, whilst she she's still hot and why she she's still a mainstream name, um, why not give Stephanie the rub, as we call it in the wrestling business? And uh, I, I think that was clear that was the intention all along. Um, I think they would have wanted to run an angle with um, Rousey sooner. Obviously, they initially had that um, interaction at WrestleMania 31 some three years ago, and um, I think they perhaps hoped to do something the following year at the WrestleMania, um, likely involving The Rock, because obviously he was involved in the original angle, um, but that, that never transpired, and they... Fast forward three years to now and the present time, um, I think The Rock has got various other commitments that just don't allow him to work WrestleMania. Um, so uh, Kurt Angle is The Rock for the purpose of the storyline, and I think it will be a spectacle. I think the WWE um, will try to make the most of the match and have already probably started planning with their best people, um, the likes of Pat Patterson, for example, Michael Hayes to put together a really, um, you know, uh, notable match full of bells and whistles. Um, and something that will certainly 
Lee fans um, feeling pretty impressed given that obviously we'll have one rookie who's never worked a wrestling match in her life and another who's um, really obviously a, a performer but not a wrestling performer. And then obviously you've got two other wrestlers there who are um, absolutely part-time, um, you know, bordering on the verge of retirement. So, you know, it, again, is a match, a feature match for the WrestleMania card, which features talent that, in, with one exception, won't be regulars, you know, in the ring, um, on TV and at, at the shows. But um, that that these days is, is not really something to be um, overly surprised about. But I, I think the WWE will do a good job, and I think it will be a fun match. It certainly won't be um, threatening to be the match of the night or even match of the weekend, but um, it will be what it will be. And I, I'm pretty sure that they won't allow it to be um, an embarrassment or a farce because with Stephanie involved, um, you know, that, that just won't be allowed to happen. No, I, I do think, though, that, you know, Stephanie's clearly very limited in, in terms of in-ring work. And as you mentioned, you know, Ronda Rousey's never performed, you know, publicly in any kind of a wrestling match. Obviously, she'll have been working behind the scenes, uh, perfect it, honing her craft, you know, perfecting it and working on it. But this, the, the fact that you've got two, not just seasoned veterans, but, you know, two, two, two of the modern day greats in there with them, you know, to work the match as well means obviously that, they don't have to be exposed. You know, neither woman has to be exposed in this match. It can be for short periods. And it, I, I guess it, it's quite smart, really, in that it gives it gives Ronda Rousey the, the opportunity to be in in short periods and be very impactful uh, and just, I guess, just really getting across, selling it to the crowd, you know, just what a big deal she is, you know, rather than uh, overexpose her and people come away from the first match thinking... Oh my God, she's really green. That's right. Yeah, no, that they, they will do everything to make sure that um, Rousey, in particular, is protected. Obviously, they have huge plans for her um, as a regular talent, and um, you know she will be one of the biggest stars. Certainly, pushed as one of the biggest stars in the company, and I think it's important for the women's division as well um, for the division to have um, a talent in Rousey who. Um, is is so popular, um, you know, to the to the wider um, public beyond just the WWE audience. So, um, you know, they, they absolutely won't want to make a poor first impression um, with the work that she has to do in the ring. And I'm sure that whatever she has to do, um, they've already decided what that work will be, and what those spots will entail, and I'm sure she has been. Um, practicing those in fact i do know that she has been training at the uh, performance center in florida for a number of months and uh interestingly her husband um has been involved in that and uh, who's also a ufc fighter um travis brown um so that may suggest that he could possibly get involved in the match as well um but we'll, we'll see but yeah I, i'm pretty sure that um by now Know, this close to the show, they know exactly what the layout of the match is, and they have been practicing it, um, you know, intensively. And I'm sure that um, Stephanie has also been spending time down in um, Florida at the Performance Center, 
um, getting ready for the match so that by the time um, the event rolls around, um, you know, they'll be able to uh, perform the match with their eyes closed. Uh, I mean, it, as I say, it won't be, um, uh, you know, anything like a, an amazing match, but uh, I'm, I'd be shocked if it isn't anything less than, um, uh, you know, a perfectly acceptable match. And, um, you know, with Angle and Triple H, as you say, um, you know, th- those are very seasoned veterans and they, they should in themselves ensure that, you know, it turns out to be a pretty decent showing. So I've got no doubt it'll, it'll be a it'll be a fine match. Um, but just a shame that it will be possibly the main event of the show. And if not, then certainly the semi-main event. And, you know, that kind of a spot is, in my view, something that's better um, and more effective um, to be uh, the preserve of the full-time talents that are there week in week out. But maybe <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's an argument. I'm sure we or discussion. I'm sure we'll we will uh, have closer to the time. Um, also on Raw now. What? Uh, I mean, it, it started last week with Roman Reigns giving uh, putting in a really good promo, um, in a shoot style promo on on Brock Lesnar, uh, getting some things across, you know, really start to stir it up. Try, I guess trying to get across that, uh, that Roman Reigns is going to be this very, a bit more of an edgy character. Um, perhaps even a hint of trying to get the crowd to turn somewhat on, uh, on Brock Lesnar and the style of uh, Paul Heyman's uh, pro- uh, promo and some of the things that we said also hint towards that they're going to try and uh, get the crowd to, to turn against Brock Lesnar with this. So it's, um, it, it looks as though it, it could be quite an intriguing contest. However, um, you're hearing that perhaps this contest might not even happen more. I mean, can you tell us more about, about that involving uh, Roman Reigns and potentially uh, Braun Strowman. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, a lot of fans um, are watching Raw week in, week out, scratching their heads, thinking, right, so we're getting very close now to WrestleMania, and yet it's still not clear what Braun Strowman will be doing at WrestleMania. Why have we not heard anything about a match? Uh, why is it still a bit ambiguous about exactly what? The direction is for him um, and you know make no doubt about it Strowman is one of the hottest stars in the company so for such an important talent to the company um, you'd expect by now less than four weeks out um, the company to have very clear firm well sorry just over a month out from the show very clear firm plans for Strowman um, but the, there's a good reason why there is some ambiguity so um, in the, in the background, there's been a story that's been rumbling uh, for several weeks now, um, whereby Roman Reigns was uh, named as one of the um, quote-unquote celebrity clients of somebody called Richard Rodriguez, who um, has a company called Wellness Fitness Nutrition. And there was a leak made um, which... Um, reported that um, certain names um, come out as clients of this individual who had been distributing steroids and other similar physique-enhancing or performance-enhancing drugs um, to 
um, athletes, celebrities, wrestlers. And Roman Reigns is one of the people that who, whose name came out as part of this. And um, in the last uh, week, couple of weeks, um, there's a, a filmmaker called John Bravo who's been um, carrying, well, filming um, Rodriguez and almost creating a documentary of sorts on, on him and um, his work, um, who claims that he has video evidence about Roman Reigns is um, a client and a um, almost a customer of this Richard Rodriguez. Now, this is supposed to be coming out this week. Now we're into Thursday. Uh, still haven't heard anything or seen anything. Um, and it might be something that is released through um, an outlet like TMZ, or it might just go straight onto YouTube. Uh, and that's assuming that this footage even exists. If it does exist, it will be a major, major embarrassment to the WWE. As you know, and as we've discussed on countless occasions, they're very, very precious about um, their image. You know, it's, their product is presented largely in a PG uh, way. And, um, and know, I just say as well, not, sorry, more, just one thing as well is, you know, you, yeah, you talk about their the image, you know, coming out in the mainstream. Now, they're, they're going to be uh, debuting Ronda Rousey in-ring at WrestleMania. So can you imagine how that would seem, you know, with the, the media gathered there to see the debut of Ronda Rousey? Uh, and, you know, if the, this kind of stuff comes out at the same time, revolving the guy that's in the main event fighting for their championship. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It won't play out well at all. Um, so, so for that reason, in case the shit really does hit the fan, um, the WWE reportedly is keeping its options open about the main event at WrestleMania, sorry, the um, Universal Championship match at WrestleMania. And if things get really bad from a publicity point of view for Reigns, um, they, well, they they won't fire him um, or release him. Um, but what they will likely do is pull him out of the match and um, go with Strowman as the opponent for Lesnar. And, you know, Strowman is a person I actually wanted to win the Elimination Chamber match and I wanted him to be the opponent for Lesnar. Um, but the thing is, they're keeping their options open at this stage and that's why we've heard nothing about any opponent for Strowman. Um, so that, that's certainly one to keep an eye on. By this time next week, when we uh, record uh, processing the index again, um, there could have been some significant happenings in this story. Or alternatively, nothing might break. There might be the possibility that Certain parties um, are looking to keep this story quiet. And if they are looking to keep it quiet, they will do what it takes to make sure um, it doesn't go beyond um, the small circle of people that are aware of what's going on. Um, but it is certainly something to keep an eye on. And it could have some major repercussions for the uh, top matches at WrestleMania. But... Uh, uh, at this stage, I would still, I would still estimate that Roman Reigns is going to be the opponent for Lesnar. Um, but as I say, you know, after we even finish recording this, that video might hit TMZ, and then um, come tomorrow, um, as we record this, Roman Reigns could be out of the or out of that Universal Championship match. So it's one to keep an eye out for, and uh, you know. 
Strowman might yet end up in that match. So who, who knows? Let, let's just wait mm. and see. Do you, do you think there's a possibility this is why we've seen the storyline at the beginning with, with John Cena uh, teasing, you know, he's back and forth on the different shows, being involved in, you know, the chamber. He's, you know, he's uh, calling out matches here, there and, and everywhere, almost holding off um, arranging, you know, a booking uh, Cena against perhaps Braun Strowman, finding a way of delaying that just to make sure that either this uh, story does or well, where this story is or it isn't going to be coming out in time. Do you, do you think there's a, there's a possibility that's why we've had this kind of delay with, with Cena? Because it seems a strange way to go, you know, there's two in and from with, with John Cena when there were rumours around some time ago that, that we could see uh, Cena and Strowman at, uh, at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's a, certainly a possibility as well. Um, that um, again, you know, depending on what happens with Strowman, um, that might be dictating um, the similar level of ambiguity around the situation with Cena and about whether he will be working the show. Even um, I've no doubt he will, but um, I think they just want to see how the whole range situation pans out. And there's potentially a domino effect there if he does have to. He pulled out of that match um, for publicity reasons. Um, Strowman then goes into the Universal Championship match. And if Reigns is still going to work against Lesnar, then perhaps it will be um, Strowman against Cena, I think, as you um, suggested um, a couple of weeks ago. So, um, yeah, it, it is a bizarre situation in certain respects because normally a month out from WrestleMania, um, you almost always know what at least the key matches will be, if not nearly the whole show. Uh, and yet this, at this stage, and as I say, we're only a month away from WrestleMania. We still don't know what uh, most of the matches are. So that is strange. Um, but I'm sure that the WWE won't want this to drag out for more than a couple of weeks. Um, so the, the card should certainly start taking shape um, in, in the next uh, week, week and a half. Yeah, it certainly should. I mean, and on that, you know, the card taking shape, th- that brings us on to Fastlane then, because this will, I think, for most people, really confirm some of the matches that we're expecting to get. Uh, certainly in terms of uh, the WWE title, we know that Shinsuke Nakamura will be fighting the WWE champion at WrestleMania. Obviously, uh, we expect that to be AJ Styles, but... Um, the WWE being the WWE, who knows? They might they may uh, find a way of um, messing things around a little bit, you know, just to play with us because us old, what is it, the internet wrestling community or whatever they call us, um, you know, we uh, we we like to be punished or um, whatever. Um, so how how done? How you put his fast lane? It's, I, I think, as I mentioned, you know, at the top of the show, it feels like really what we're going to get is, is a three hour edition of SmackDown because we've seen so much of the card fight each fight each other on SmackDown week after week after week. Um, we we're actually not going to get uh, Becky Lynch, Naomi and Charlotte against uh, the Riot Squad that we seem to have got every week for the past sort of month and a half. 
Um, but we are going to get Becky Lynch and Naomi against Natalia and Carmella. Uh, and Carmella has still got the briefcase. So do you, do you think more that... Per- I just do you think there's something here as as the way to but this is going to be something to get uh, Carmella back into the focus and we're going to get the briefcase before WrestleMania or do you think we might see her cash in at, at WrestleMania? I, I think they'll wait till after WrestleMania. I, I think that it would make so little sense for Carmella to be um, involved in any of the featured matches at WrestleMania. Um, no, certainly since um, Ellsworth disappeared, um, she's been of even less interest than she was before um, when, when he was around. Um, at least when he was around, um, some of the stuff they did together was mild, mildly amusing. Um, but since he's gone, <laughs> there's re- really little um, in the way of redeeming qualities to her as an act, her as an in-ring performer. Um, her full stop um, so I'd be surprised you can't rule it out um, that they might just decide okay let her try and cash in and then um, that cash in attempt is unsuccessful similar to what they did with um, oh who was it Baron Corbin a few months ago mm. where um, he was in the doghouse yeah. for a few weeks and then he cashed in uh, unsuccessfully and um, then that whole angle that whole storyline with him was over. Um, no, I, I, I'd be surprised if that happens. Um, it's just a way to get um, these individuals on. Um, and, and that just makes me so glad that these split brand shows are ending now and we're going back to <laughs> yeah. um, the dual brand shows because you know, it means that we're having to be treated to cards as uninspiring and dead as, as, as this one. But uh, yeah, Becky Lynch and Naomi Natalia versus Natalia and Carmella. Um, in the opening tag match, um, no thanks. It, it just, it will just not be very interesting. Um, it, you know, it might feature a couple of decent spots, but uh, no, it's the kind of match you'll just forget about a minute after you've watched it. It really will be. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, couldn't care less who wins. It really <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, I feel the same. I'm just wondering that you know, I look through the card, I look at the women's roster in SmackDown and the way that that's been handled, the way SmackDown itself has been handled, really, but certainly the way that the women's uh, division in, in SmackDown has been handled, that it's almost as though there's nothing. You, you know, you can't see a program really realistically for Charlotte at WrestleMania. And I do wonder whether or not we might see Carmella cash in the briefcase at Fastlane, win the title, and then the WrestleMania match is Charlotte winning her title back from Carmella. Um, and that's that's how uninspiring things really are. Yeah, no, I mean, they are. Um, and it just goes to show how pointless it is to have a split women's division because you know, this entire SmackDown women's division is, is just so... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, completely uninspiring. Um, it's just dead, completely dead. Um, yeah. You know, there's just nothing to it whatsoever. Uh, it's, um, it's, just, it's just lacking intrigue and interest. And, you know, I think Charlotte, for me, Charlotte as a baby face doesn't really work. I don't think she's a natural baby face. I think she's so much more suited to being a heel. Uh, it just kind of suits her, her character and it suits the ways that she carries herself so much more. Um, you know, and she's facing Ruby Riot, defending the title against Ruby Riot. Um, and this is a program that's kind of been sort of stretched out over the last so many weeks, but has not been inspiring at all. I don't think it's really grabbing anybody. And so you can't see a title change there. So you just think beyond this title match, what is there for Charlotte? Realistically, what is there? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that what will probably happen is that um, Charlotte will retain the title. I'd be shocked if they decide to move the title to Ruby. Um, Ruby's an okay talent, but... Um, you know, she she still comes across to me as a bit too indie-rific, which is um, not a flattering term um, that I, I tend to use for talents who've, who've come up who've come up from the uh, independence and still have certain indie-type tendencies about them. And you know, she's she, to me, Ruby still doesn't come across like a, a major league act, and I, I think she still needs to work on. Uh, character, her promos, and her in-ring. Um, but I'm sure that that will all come along in due course. But as a champion, absolutely not. I'd be stunned if she does win the title. I think Charlotte will retain. Um, as for where she goes from here, and certainly for WrestleMania at the very least, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's some multi-women's match um, with Charlotte defending the title. And... Um, you know that that's because there's really nobody that stands out as a a great rival. Um, they might they might decide to go with Charlotte against um, Becky against Natalia against Ruby in a four way or something like that. But it it really wouldn't be um, uh, it would probably be the most the least um, uh, anticipated match of the entire WrestleMania card. 
Yeah, uh, and, and counterproductive sort of as well, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, that's right. Uh, yeah. And that that's exactly why they need to shuffle the rosters again straight after WrestleMania. They just can't carry on with, with this. Um, SmackDown is really suffering, and it, it's in urgent need of repair. Yeah, can they can they yeah, shuffle the creative around? Because there's enough talent there. Uh, they've got two hours, which is a nice tight show. There's real opportunity there with the talent that they've got at hand. And they're just doing such a terrible job of booking it. Uh, and the the way that they seem to intertwine Shane McMahon with, with too many of these storylines, you know, and, you know, we, we've had the WWE title, we've had main eventers, uh, great talents being used effectively as props in a, in a battle between Shane and Daniel O'Brien with no sign of a match between them. And it, and I and I really feel like the show has suffered and the roster as a whole has suffered as a byproduct as we've gone along this pointless journey. Yeah, I mean, certainly at this stage, it's not looking like uh, we're going to see Dan and Brian and Shane McMahon in a match, um, which just begs the question about why we've had to endure this storyline between the two, um, you know, over the last four or five months. Um, it only made sense if a match was going to be the end result and it doesn't look like that's going to happen and it might be that they've just decided that under no circumstances is Daniel Bryan going to be allowed to work um, the match for the company and if that's the attitude if that's the case well Daniel Bryan's contract expires in six months and he'll just be gone and uh, he'll have plenty of offers um, from elsewhere um, it, it's no secret he wants to get back in the ring and um, if he does, um, then you know he, he'll have um, he'll be completely inundated with offers. But only not only that, he'll probably be able to make more money elsewhere than he currently is working this um, general manager gimmick uh, on SmackDown. So you know the WWE's got a decision to make: either just keep him and let him do what he loves, or let him go. And um, if he goes, he'll find work um, with no problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm, exactly yeah um other pointless things we've we've got shinsuke nakamura against rusev now you know it, it's it's such a shame that a, such a unique talent like shinsuke nakamura is in the match that we would label pointless and 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 i really do feel they've, they've handled him so badly since he came up from nxt he was white hot coming out of there They've moved him up, and he was initially white hot. That the crowds were singing his anthem in the first couple of weeks that that he came out. But I, I really feel they've handled him so badly. You know, it, it helped him obviously win in the Rumble, but they've not done much since then. And now he's in a match that is pretty much meaningless with Rusev, who's got over so well with the crowd. It, it was almost Rusev and Aiden English. You know, the whole Rusev Day thing. Is, is a lot of fun and it's almost that they've got themselves over you know the the crowds decided they want to be a part of this but WWE don't seem to know what to really do with it other than the genius of, of bringing out a calendar that every day is Rusev Day and I, I love that but you know it, it's I just feel that this match this should be something to look forward to but like you know the rest of the card, it just feels 
pointless. And, and it's such a shame with two really talented guys in there. I mean, this is you know, perhaps the clearest evidence yet that the writers have got no idea what they're doing because if they did, you just wouldn't book a match like this. You've got, as you say, somebody who's um, coming off the rumble um, with a really strong performance, uh, got over fantastically well. Um, you know, heading into WrestleMania for a shot at the WWE Championship, and then they book him against another babyface, um, essentially, in Rusev. Um, you know, at least put him in there in the ring with somebody that the fans will, you know, um, not respond well to. You know, to kind of keep that momentum going. Whereas the danger here is that you know, fans will root for the cult. Uh, babyface in Rue 7 obviously um, the magnificent Aiden English and um, you know there might be mini mini backlash perhaps against Nakamura I wouldn't think it'd be a major thing but uh, you know who, who are they going to side with more um, and they, they might just get a slightly unexpected reaction um, towards Nakamura it's just unnecessary yeah, um, I, I... it's just a complete throwaway match really yeah, I just feel like, you know, I mean, you make a good point there about the fan reaction. I think rather than, you know, sort of any sort of comeback towards Nakamura, I think it'll be more of that the crowd will actually cheer some of Rusev's offense. Uh, and it's just that whole psyche, like you say, it, it's the it's the wrong, you know, to for, for a, you know, a major babyface heading into the biggest match, you know, of the year this is not the, the preparation that you, that you should be looking at. Mm. No, it's not. No. Um, you know, if, if they couldn't come up with anything meaningful for him, then it perhaps would have been better to have him not take part in the show at all. Um, just to build the anticipation of that major match at WrestleMania. Uh, and it will be an amazing match. Um, or at least it should be given the last time they worked together um, at the start of 2016 um, at the New Japan uh, Tokyo Dome show January the 4th where they had an unbelievable match and if what they do at WrestleMania comes close to that then we're really in for a treat but um, that that seems a world away when you look at the card from Fastlane and um, yeah that, that that match really is pointless in, in, in Serie you know in various respects and uh, something that you know I'm not really greatly looking forward to um, other than hearing Aiden English sing and that would just about be the highlight of that match <laughs> yeah I think many people are looking forward to that it's um, he's become a, a cult character and, and you know props to the guy for for working at getting himself over the way that he has um, tag team championship match now the Usos are facing the New day. I, I'm a bit torn on this more because these two teams had some fantastic matches last year. They they had some brilliant matches. They were really hot at the time as, as well. The Usos were great as a heel tag team at that moment. The New Day were still great as baby faces. The Usos now seem to have transitioned into being baby faces, but kind of cool bad boy baby faces. Whereas the New Day. I, I feel like they're tired now and I'm not really sort of keen on seeing these two teams 
have this match again. And 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 it's a shame to say that, considering the great matches that they had. I just feel it's like oh, we're going back there now. We're already we're going back there, and and I feel like the 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 new day really do need something to change it up. You know, they really do need to change the dynamic because it just feels a bit stale. The whole sort of routine, it's too much. Every single, like SmackDown, you know, we're seeing the same thing every week. The pancakes that irritate me. I just, it, this, for me, this match, it, this should not see a title change. And for me, this match should instead see New Day take a turn uh, and give us something to be excited and interested about over the coming weeks. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, we saw um, it plenty of times um, during 2017, and whilst the match was invariably of a very high standard, um, you know, if you see the same match too often, then um, with the law of diminishing returns applied, you know, you just get less and less. Um, thrilled by what you're being treated to and I've got no doubt that again what they'll produce um, this Sunday will be a very very fine match but at this stage who really cares Uh, you know we've seen these two at it for um, a long time on and off now and uh, we really do need something different Um, but perhaps they felt that uh, the Bludgeon Brothers um, weren't quite ready for that you know, um, tag team title shot. Um, but then again, you now we've seen them involved in um, you know, uh, the shenanigans between Usos and New Day. So I wouldn't be surprised if they put in an appearance of some sort, um, either during or after the match. Um, and they might even play a part in the outcome of it. Um, and if they do, it might just result in a title change, which possibly might lead to a three-way um, title match at WrestleMania. But again, it will be a match that um, will go into WrestleMania without much in the way of heat. Um, you know, Again, the SmackDown tag team division and the championship itself um, is feeling cold because of the uh, generally poor booking of the show itself, uh, you know, on, on, on the more broader front. And um, you know, this is a real real problem for the WWE because um, as you said earlier, you know, they've got a lot of fine talent on the SmackDown roster. It's just that um, the booking is so poor. Um, nobody's really over and uh, well, certainly not as over as they should be. And um, it just makes the whole show feel um, like it lacks momentum and um, a real um, impetus and direction. Um, a bit like Manchester United, I guess. So um, <laughs> I had to get a dig in. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming up this weekend. Has to come <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they are the football equivalent of Fastlane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, the Mourinho version. Yeah. Um, so what about the the US title then? Um, I, I know that a match that I know you'll be excited to see because it. Paul's Randy Orton, one of your favourites. Um, <laughs> Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. Uh, no, no Jinder Mahal in this, though. Um, I, I'm not excited by this, not in any way. Uh, again, Bobby Roode, another one who they've, for me, for my money, they've handled 
significant. You know, they've really, really handled him badly uh, since he came up from NXT. I mean, the the level of ineptitude is significant in terms of what they've done with him. You know, he, he was. He's a heel character. That's what he is. He's not a natural babyface. He keeps trying to smile, and he's, you know, he's playing the white meat babyface, and that is not Bobby Roode, you know, the the Bobby Roode that uh, people adored. Yeah, they sang along to his song, but he still got heat because of the way he got over it as an obnoxious character, and uh, there was money in that, and you know, even if it wasn't at main event level, with a US title. There's money in Bobby Roode being the obnoxious character that he was in NXT. This, you know, this babyface Bobby Roode is not good. Uh, and it's a real shame. And the babyface character of Bobby Roode against um, a dull, bland Randy Orton is just, uh, it's it's a recipe for, for snoring, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, well, even just thinking about it, making me feel a bit drowsy and longing for um, a bit of a kip. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just not excited about this one at all. Um, the build of build up to it has been cold. Um, I mean, even the go home angle uh, was very strange on SmackDown this week. We had uh, the opening segment involving uh, a pretty decent promo, in, admittedly, between Ruby, Ruby Riot and uh, Charlotte. And then it was interrupted by Bobby Roode, um, just as uh, Ruby and her minions were about to attack Charlotte. And then she was standing there gushing like, a, well, uh, look, seeming like um, like, uh, like um, a blushing kind of schoolgirl whose favourite pop star has just turned up. And then the next thing you know, uh, Bobby Roode's sitting there at ringside. Charlotte's disappeared. And we're into a match uh, between... Jinder Mahal and uh, Randy Orton, and um, you know, just to, to really heat up the match um, for the US Championship, um, Orton loses to Jinder. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just completely <laughs> just, indifferent. To I haven't match. watched it yet, and I'm perplexed just by hearing that. Honestly, I I just wonder what it is that they that they're doing in, in these, um, uh, what, what do you call it? Sessions when they're writing, when they're coming up with these ideas or, you know, or whoever it is that, um, that gives, that gives the say so on ideas or, and actually gives the final edits on what's going to be in the show. I don't know what they're taking, what they're smoking, what they're drinking. God knows what it is, but Jesus. Well, I tried to think, but uh, wherever it is, it's it's not working very well. Um, yeah, I quill. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they go with the title change, um, just because I don't see title changes occurring um, earlier in the show, um, and I'd imagine they'd want to get at least one title change into the show. So, of all of the matches where title is at stake. I would expect this to be the one where we do see a title change. And, you know, that, that's compounded by the fact that Orton lost on SmackDown. And um, I, I, I think Orton will win. Um, I don't think it will be anything resembling a, a great match or even a good one. Um, you know, we're just going to see them plod through it. And 
Orton, who just feels completely cold and almost irrelevant at this stage, um, will go into WrestleMania with a belt and um, he'll perhaps defend it against, I don't know, Jinder Mahal or maybe Jinder and Bobby in a three-way, which, again, like some of the other matches that we speculate, could end up at WrestleMania from the SmackDown brand, uh, will, will again be another one that will be completely uninspiring. Yeah, absolutely. And that just leaves us with the main event. Um, AJ Styles defending the WWE Championship in a six-pack challenge. Uh, and that's not, uh, no listeners, that is not comparing um, midriffs. This is AJ Styles against John Cena, against uh, Kevin Owens, uh, Kevin, against Sami Zayn, and against Baron Corbin, and against Dolph Ziggler. Um, quite what Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler have done to be in a WWE Championship match, um, heaven knows. Um, the whole thing with John Cena, just asking to be in there and getting put there. Um, yeah. <laughs> the other way that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have been portrayed. Um, oh, my word. That, absolute crying shame. You know, the, the way that Kevin Owens has crestfallen uh, since being Universal Champion. And, and yeah, so we're, we're left with AJ Styles. And I guess more, oh, God, God forbid that they, they decide to do a title change here. But I my expectation is that um, AJ Styles comes out with this. But um, how do you... Uh, how, what do you expect from this? And and I guess, do, do you really care? <laughs> well, um, the only hope I have is that AJ does retain. Um, but then beyond that, um, it's again a match that's just, you know, really held back by poor booking again. I mean, all, all the stuff with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens has just been a complete, complete and utter failure. I mean, Kevin Owens, you know, just going back a year, was involved in a really entertaining feud with Chris Jericho. One of the hottest acts in the company was Kevin Owens, and yet, look at him now, just feels like um, a tired act, one that's yeah. lost, his, lost his way. And, you know, the same can be said for nearly everyone on the roster, but, yeah. you know... Well, not just, not just that, sorry, more, but not, not just that, but the fact that Sami Zayn, you know, the perennial good guy, the fact that he turned heel and sided with the dastardly Kevin Owens, I mean, that was blockbuster. That had us all like, wow, you know, well, this is going to be interesting. What happens next? And, you know, the initial thing of Sami Zayn, you know, dancing to really was irritating the fans. And he thought, ooh, you, you, you know, you had hope. And fast forward a couple of months and it's just so disappointing and it's such a waste isn't it of, of a of a unique opportunity it is that's right and um, i just hope that what they don't do is have one or the other of sammy and kevin um, cost each other the um the tight win which will then inevitably lead to yet another um, grudge match between the two um perhaps at wrestlemania um i'm like pretty sure see- you oh, know, yeah. it's, you know it's going to happen. It's going to be Sammy and Kevin. Yeah, yeah just, on the pre-show, just, yes. Yeah. Opening match curtain jerkers, yeah. Yes, um, and then we'll have Kevin Owens wanting to leave and go back to Japan. 
<laughs> and Sammy's saying the same, you know. Yeah. Oh my word. Isn't isn't it great? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean and then we obviously we got John Cena and um again, given Cena's involved, um you'd expect um Certainly, the match should be of a pretty high quality. It should really be the match of the night. Uh, but beyond AJ Styles retaining to therefore become the WrestleMania opponent for Nakamura, um, who knows what will happen with the, uh, the rest of the match and the rest of the participants. Um, and indeed, where we'll end up seeing them um, you know, on the WrestleMania card. And um, you know, given we're so, as I say, close to... WrestleMania at this stage um, to not know what so many um, of the company's best or most popular talents will be doing is just very, very bizarre. Um, and that is also part of the reason why um, this, this card is feeling cold and underwhelming um, because uh, there is, you know, just a general lack of direction, especially where SmackDown is concerned, unfortunately. Yeah, there absolutely is, and it's uninspiring is certainly the word that that really sums up uh, the fast lane pay per view. I mean, oh, the only thing I could say, I suppose, is that you know we've we've been underwhelmed by so many by the build up to so many uh, pay per views over the past year, and and often they've been the ones that have you know really sort of over over uh, performed and actually turned out to be pretty good. So I mean. You think more that we, there's a potential here that we're uh, we're surprised pleasantly and, and we actually turn out to get a, a pretty decent pay per view, or do you or do you think looking at the card and, and how cold things are, that's so difficult to envisage? Well, the thing is, I mean, the storylines are one thing, and then the matches are something different, and this is where you know. Um, the buffoons that write the storylines that um, are ruining SmackDown and have ruined SmackDown over the last nine months um, can only have a limited impact um, when the pay-per-views, are, where the pay-per-views are concerned, um, the talent are allowed to do their thing and can almost override the poor quality of the storylines um, that lead to the matches by delivering in the ring and, uh, you know, to, to that end, I, I certainly expect the show itself to actually turn out to be pretty decent, even if the crowd won't necessarily be really amped up for what they're going to be um, treated to. I think the last two matches um, with, sorry, sorry, the uh, tag team championship match and the six pack challenge will both be um, very, very good matches. Um, and a couple of the other matches have the potential to be uh, pretty decent as well. Um, so overall, uh, I'm sure it will be a perfectly uh, fine show, but um, that will be because of match quality, not necessarily because of um, the storylines coming to the show and coming out of them. Yeah, we will run through it the, the show next week and uh, obviously give uh, give you give you all our reaction uh, to the event. Uh, one final piece of news then, more is um, the NXT tapings that are going on at the moment. Um, it's been announced that uh, the uh, NXT Takeover event, new the NXT Takeover New Orleans, obviously the uh, that weekend of WrestleMania, that they're going to be um, introducing a new title to NXT. It's going to be the NXT North American Championship, 
um, I guess the equivalent of the Intercontinental or the the US title belt, um, and it's it, the match will be a six man ladder match featuring Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, uh, and new NXT signees Ricochet and EC3. So, um, your thoughts on that more than um, a second a second title? belt in NXT for the for the men's division and and a six-way ladder match um I, I don't know about you but I'm more excited about the thought of of you know the, the prospect of that match than than anything on the fast lane event this weekend yeah no it sounds really intriguing and interesting and potentially very exciting and um I welcome the addition of this title um I think it's it's a really good idea uh, for them to have a secondary championship, um, given the depth of the um, male roster on NXT these days. So, and in, certainly with the names that you just mentioned, um, there's a couple there to get very excited about. Ricochet in particular, um, he's a, an incredible talent, and my only hope is that uh, WWE allows him to work a style that's as similar as possible to what he has been working on sorry on the independence and Japan and you know other parts of the world, including here in the UK. Um, you know that that's certainly you know an act that is um, really really capable of um, some absolutely awe-inspiring um, action. Um, some of the moves he can perform are just uh, you have to see to be you know to to believe them. They they're that good. Um, and uh, yeah, I've got no doubt that the match will be, you know, again of a really, really high standard. And uh, yeah, pretty pleased that they've uh, decided to uh, bring in a secondary uh, championship title to the uh, to the to the brand. Yeah, I think it's a good it's a good idea. Uh, one very final thing then before we go more. Um, what we did see recently on NXT was um, the the title match involving Johnny Gargano and, uh, of course, uh, Andrade and Andrade Cien Almas, uh, with uh, Johnny Johnny Gargano having to leave NXT if he did not win the the title belt in that match. And of course, um, we had the involvement of uh, Tommaso Ciampa to cost Johnny Gargano any chance of the title. So. By that stipulation, that means Gargano has to leave NXT. What do you think we'll see next? Do you think that means um, he's likely to appear on 2 or 5? Or do you think this is just um, some way storyline? It's kind of just setting up Champa Gargano in NXT? Or or do you see something else? Well, my understanding is that um, we will still be seeing Gargano against um, Champa at um, NXT take over at WrestleMania weekend. Um, so, you know, th- th- this is obviously a match that they've been building towards for quite some time, obviously has been delayed due to the injury that Champa had been sidelined with for a number of months. Um, but it would be strange for it not to happen. And uh, given the fact that, um, you know, obviously Champa was involved in the outcome of that, News leaves NXT match a couple of weeks ago um, between Amos and Belgano. Um, it clearly points in the direction of going with uh, bringing um, Belgano back in some capacity. Um, 
and, and that, that's something that might see, for example, um, Gargano, sorry, not Gargano, uh, Champa uh, involved in some kind of angle with uh, Gargano's um, other half, um, Candice LeRae, and if that's the case, that, that might just be um, the excuse that um, Gargano needs to plead to William Regal to come back onto the roster to uh, um, yeah, perhaps defend the honour of his partner. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, they, they might decide, well, you know, um, he's primed and ready after his incredible match at uh, the NXT TakeOver prior to the Rumble um, to step up to the main roster immediately. Um, and so after that match, um, you might then see him um, step up to Raw, SmackDown, or even to 205 Live, um, because obviously they are trying to now do things um, with 205 Live and turn it into a more meaningful show. And in all credit to um, Triple H, um, 205 Live is now a watchable show again. And, it uh, certainly is. I mean, it's something I've certainly been enjoying, and Gargano would be a fantastic addition to uh, to that show. Yeah, he most certainly would. So, yeah, there's uh, at least there are some things to look forward to, uh, if not a pay-per-view this weekend. <laughs> anyway, that just about wraps things up for this week's edition of the Pro Wrestling Index right here on the Anfield Index podcast channel. Uh, as we said, we will be back next week to uh, to look back on that Fastlane show just to see how it goes. And we will discuss any other uh, events that uh, are talking points that take place over that time period. Uh, whether or not anything does come out about Roman Reigns, etc., etc., we will cover all of that as well. Uh, but uh, just leaves me to uh, to thank my on-air audio tag team, <laughs> God, Ben, I can't even say it, my audio tag team partner, uh, Mo Chacha, and uh, for us to thank all of you uh, for listening in and hitting that download button each and every week. We really do appreciate it. You can, of course, as always, get in touch with us here at the show uh, on Twitter. We are at un- uh, PW underscore index. Uh, but for now, till next week, uh, from me, Andy Wales, it's bye-bye now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.